What's up, guys? Be Slick here, and welcome to the Be Successful podcast, episode three. I've got my first interview. I'm pretty excited about it. It's a good friend of mine. His name's Noah Quinn, and he is a husband and a full-time dad of two. He went to the University of Kansas for his Bachelor of Science in Finance. He loves cooking with friends, fresh roasted coffee, and single malt scotch. He loves reading copious amounts of science fiction and is currently interested in topics such as minimalism, personal finance, parenting, and personal development. He says, and I quote, sometimes I write about what I'm reading and thinking, but mostly I change diapers. You're listening to the Be Successful Podcast, your number one resource for tips and encouragement in all things related to working in the creative field. Be Slick is a pianist of over 20 years, a husband and father, and an overall creative generalist with a goal to spread encouragement and positivity to others. In this podcast, you'll hear insights from him and other creatives in various fields to inform you of ways you can better represent yourself, your brand, or your team in order to build a better foundation underneath your road to success. What's up, man? Not too much. How's it going? Good. Welcome to the... uh... You're my guinea pig interview. Thanks, man. I have to say that uh, I've I've never been introduced before, and I feel really silly being introduced. So uh, it took me a couple times is. to say the paragraph, but I I got through it. You, you did a smashing job. Thank you. So I wanted to interview you because you started your habits blog, one habit a month. Yeah. Right. So what? First of all, do you want to kind of give a little bit of a background of why you wanted to start that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Last year in November, I turned 30 and um, just like entering, yeah, I know, entering a new decade of my life and everything. um, I don't know. It was just a time for like some self-reflection and stuff and... uh, thinking about kind of where I was in life and where I wanted to be in the future and like kind of how, how I was growing as a person and stuff like that. And, uh, just, I don't know, it was kind of a time where I decided to like challenge myself to do like harder things, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So like more difficult things that would, uh, kind of forced me to grow more as a person. So I actually like the first thing, um, the first thing that, well, so I, I made, I made a handful of kind of resolutions for like my 30th year. Um, okay. and one of, one of them was, um, to read more books. Um, I also made a resolution to, um, <laughs> My wife is taking pictures of us just now. Hey, man. <laughs> no, I'm not complaining. You're a great photographer. I'm just, it's like paparazzi. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, okay. Resolution Back to track. read more books. Yeah, so I, I made like a handful of resolutions kind of for my, for my 30th year, which as a side note, I kind of like resolutions that way versus um, like a, you know, a 2017 resolution because I think it makes it more personal. Um, to do it for like, you know, from your birthday to your birthday than, than for a calendar year. Cause everybody that, else is like talking about it. Yeah. And that's, you know, everybody, everybody like goes through, you know, everybody talks about it and then forgets about it kind of at the same time and stuff. But like, unless you're born on, um, 
you know, right at the new year, which Macy actually is. Yeah, she's, <laughs> that's true. She's kind of so locked. She's kind of screwed. She could that. do like half year, you know, like resolutions on my half birthday or something if, if she wanted to change it up, I guess. Um, anyways, yeah. So I made, let's see. I said, I said I wanted to read more books. Um, I said I wanted to, uh, not play video games by myself for the year. And then, I think I sort of, in my head, without like formalizing it, decided that I was going to grow a beard also, because that's kind of when I started um, doing that. That and was a good decision. Thanks, man. Uh, it looks awesome. And it was just like something I'd never really done before. And I was like, hey, you know what? I don't have, I don't have a job with, uh, you know, boss that cares if I have facial hair or not or anything. Um, my, my people that I do work for don't care and or like it, so... You know, me on the other hand, I should probably clean up my beard since (laughs) I go into an office. But I don't know. I work in a design department, so maybe they don't care. Probably not. They're like, oh, he's the he's the art guy. You know, I just stay at my desk. It's fine. Hipster. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of the start, I think. Um, And as. As a result of that, um, so I, I picked up a book that had been laying around our house for like a couple of years, I think, um, called The Happiness of Pursuit, written by uh, Chris Gilbo, I think is how you pronounce his last name. But um, we'll go with good, that. Yeah, it's uh, it was a good book. Um, it talked about he had um, he had a quest to visit every country in the world. And um, so it kind of like talked about his quest. But then, like, as he was going through that quest, he, like, he met lots of other people who had other large quests and stuff. And he made a website about it some of the way through the process and, like, kind of connected with more people through that and stuff. Okay. And uh, so, like, the concept of having a quest was really the focus of the book, not so much. Because it talked about what he did. Right. But it talked about what lots of people did and, like, the the main takeaway for me was like, you know, all these, all these people that have like embarked on some kind of a quest that was like a big, you know, challenging, um, thing, it stretched them, you know, in ways that they didn't like, that wouldn't have been possible if they were just, you know, sitting at home doing, doing their normal thing, if Uh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah, exactly. The book set me to like looking for a quest, I guess that I could do. And I like, I don't know, I, I read a book like that and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm drawn to like the oh, travel the world quest and stuff like that. But like, I, I'm not at a place in life where I can, you know, take on sure. that, that type of a quest exactly. Um, so I don't know, like I kind of kicked around ideas for a few months and uh, this is what I came up with to do a year of building habits in myself like a a new one every month for a year okay so did you start that on your birthday no so i i started the the habit quest officially um in march just so like from my birthday to march was the time that i like kind of made some other resolutions and and read a book and then okay okay, had an idea from the book and it's a oh that makes sense yeah it's kind of a kind of a convoluted and we had some foreign exchange students in there that like took up kind of a month of my life also and oh really yeah from um what, what was that through what it from um it's from a christian school in our neighborhood okay that uh they had they hosted like a um a three-week english learning camp so we had we ended up we were gonna have one um student 
there were 12 year old boys from South Korea. Nice. And we were going to have one. And then like some kids got like pulled out of the house that they were in because it was dirty or something. And we ended up with a second kid. Um, so we had, we had, uh, two kids for like the month of two 12 year old Korean boys for the month of January. Most of it. Nice. Where I, I can't imagine what the uh, situation at whatever house that kid got taken from was that caused him to be taken away from that. Yeah, I don't house. know. I, we we felt bad, and we didn't. Um, I don't know. They were they were gonna like put all the because they I think they had a couple kids or something. And they were like all gonna go with one of the teachers from the school or something like mm-hmm. that. And we were like, oh, I guess we'll take one more, basically. No, that's awesome. Oh, I that's, thanks. I think that's really cool. That was actually a, uh, that was interesting on its own because we, we had a baby in October and my wife was at home on maternity leave, um, from end of October through like the beginning of January. And then right as she went back to work, like a couple days later, we got, um, one student and then like another student a few days after that. And nice. um, so I, my, <laughs> my workload, um, quadrupled. <laughs> So it's like you had a new baby. Course of a week, yeah. Plus two children. Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but I always tell people like it was uh, that was a really good way to get used to um, being a stay at home parent with two kids is have four kids for a month, <laughs> and, and then when you just have two, it's really easy. It's like oh, it's, it's just my kids now. It's easy. Just make the situation worse, and that way. Yeah. The actual situation. It's, it was like a better. like a trial by fire kind of thing, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, like that, I think that actually um, speaks back to the whole, um, you know, th- theory, if you will, of uh, of having a like a big quest, right? That that stretches you and causes you to grow. It's like that was the same thing. It was like having, um, you know, having more people probably than I could actually handle mm-hmm. in the house for a little bit of time, um, stretched me to the point where, you know, having, having just my two kids was no big deal. Right. Yeah. No, that um, makes sense. Um, so, so you started March this year then, right? Correct. Or was yes. That okay. So like just, just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what's your, um, long-term plan? Are you wanting to just do it? for one year or like are you going to see how it goes and keep going after that or yeah that was kind of I mean I, I wanted to set it up with like within a time frame I didn't I, I didn't want to like start a start a blog and and say um, I'm going to do this forever you know because <laughs> then I'd feel like I would have to you're 60 <laughs> have like like you know 400 things to do each day or whatever yeah, I wanted to set it up with a time frame, and then you know, obviously, if if I like it at the end of that, I can keep doing it. A lot of the purpose of creating the blog to begin with, too, is like um, make a commitment and put it out there for other people to read. Um, then I'm gonna feel a lot more strongly like I have to follow through with right. it. Right, it's like accountability for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's that's honestly like the only reason that I did it because um, I've never wanted to like make a blog and you know be famous or anything like that and I, I really don't think that I that I will be um, you don't know that I mean yeah it's the the odds are against me um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know I mean that's that's the biggest thing I think and that's what I um what I try to keep in mind with what I do right too is like I want to like keep it grounded and just like honestly write about you know what's 
going on with with me in that uh, quest, right. and um, not try to like play to people or anything like that, or sure be yeah. entertaining or an impressive or anything like. Right, right. It's it's personal, but you're just kind of like sharing it just for one accountability and maybe someone might find it helpful or yeah inspirational in some way Mm -hmm. what well okay let me ask you this since you just started it what what was the first habit for march that you decided to try and do um so it was to clean my kitchen each night before I go to bed, which sounds like just, I feel like the most boring thing you could possibly write about and expect people to read. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I can, I can think of probably a lot of boring things that people have written about. So, I mean, I, I guess there's other ones, but like it's, I feel like it's up there. Um, but I thought about it and I was like, maybe I should do something, you know, fun or entertaining or something like that. But going back to the the personal nature of it all it's like this this was something that i identified as you know having a big impact on my life and uh you know because that's why i'm doing it i was like i'm gonna do this and if people don't want to read about it they don't have to um (laughs) i i still know that it's out there and people can read about it um and you know my mom and my wife will probably read it and what 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 is that link by the way i'll I'll put it in the description but but just for people like listening, what, where would they go to check it out? Oh, it is um, one habit each month dot wordpress dot com. I'm pretty sure. O- O-N-E, right? O-N-E one. Not the yeah, one, right? yeah. Sweet. I'll put that in the show notes. Cool, man. <laughs> um, but see, like, I think a lot of times um, people will leave things like their kitchen or any other room in their house like kind of how it is and not really think about cleaning it really um and but then the next day you're so busy doing your like day-to-day stuff that you don't really have time to clean it i guess like catch back up yeah yeah that that was my deal and that's and that's why i picked that is um i I felt like i was always playing catch up basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, you know, I knew like there were, there were some times when I got everything all nice and clean at the end of the day. Yeah. And, um, it was nice the next day to like go in there and make breakfast and like everything's clean and it's actually even easier to, you know, clean after up after yourself in the moment if everything's already clean, you know? Yeah. And, like uh, you feel like you can use it in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Um, on the other side of it though, is like if, um, you wake up in the morning and, you know, you walk in the kitchen and you got to make breakfast for everybody. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a big mess already. It's like, just put me in a bad mood and yeah, right. it's just like, just a crappy way to start the day, you know? So right. it completely changes your whole entire day. Yeah, exactly. The post that I'm writing right now is actually like talking about, and I haven't like fully flushed out the idea yet, you know, but, um, talking about kind of how it becomes a cycle once you clean it and like that's the normal state of of the kitchen like it actually becomes so much easier to clean it like at any time you know and it's like i mean you're in there you know at least 3 times a day making food and probably a handful of other times for mm-hmm. snacks yeah. or whatever um 
but like if 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 you can if you get it to the point where like that's the normal state then it's like it it wants to return to its normal state if that makes sense yeah no it does and and like there's a there's a term in i don't know if it like there's a term in physics or psychology or probably both about that kind of same concept and i I actually don't know what the word is for it but um we could look at it later I was I was looking for it and like I came up with equilibrium, but I don't think that's right because that didn't seem to exactly convey the the idea that I was that I was going for. But that seems on the right track, though. Yeah, so we could, we could go with that. Um, so say like that's that's the the point of equilibrium. It's like that's the kitchen like almost wants to you know be in that state once it's like once like that's the normal state of it. Yeah, it's like. Um, um, once you see how clean and functional it is, why wouldn't you want it that way yeah, normally? Totally. Um, and then there's, I mean, just the, the the purely physical aspect of, like, it's easier to clean up after yourself if there's not a bunch of crap in the way to clean up, you know? Yeah, no, I so. think, like, I know you say that it's boring, but I feel like it also kind of, you know, something, something that our... Uh, pastor said in church actually just this past sunday was you're you're exercising he was talking about lent and how you're uh, refusing something mm-hmm. on purpose for lent is you're exercising that muscle of control mm-hmm. you know self-control yeah and so i think in the same way with what you're doing with the habits you know you're trying to teach your brain basically that you know this is how something should be and Mm -hmm. training that muscle so that eventually becomes muscle memory yeah and that's that's the exact goal for um for this habit and and the other ones um I might have a little bit of variation in like the, the 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 type of the habit, and we can talk about that more later. But um, that's that's exactly the goal. Is like I want for so for this one specifically, I want it to get to get to the point where like I feel I feel off if I haven't if if everything's not clean before I go to bed. Yeah, because um, you should, right? Yeah, and it's like this. It's something that I um, I've I've tried to do that specifically, like make make it a rule or whatever. Like okay, I, I will do this before I go to bed, um, and it's. Like, you know, I'd do it for a little while and stuff and it was nice. So I, so I knew, I knew already that it was like something that was beneficial and helpful for my life and stuff. But then, um, you know, it's like you do it for a week or whatever. And then kids, kids are difficult to put down to bed and yeah, yeah. you're already tired from the day. And I don't know, maybe you have a headache or something like that. And you get out of there and it's like, I could go clean up everything or I could go watch TV with my wife and fall asleep. Um, (laughs) and that, you know, at some point that wins out and then it's like that, that becomes the new normal again, um, all, all too quickly. So the goal of, the goal of doing it for a month, um, with, you know, the world watching, if you will. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It's it's my mom. My mom might be watching. Um, that, anyways, that is the world to a lot of people. Right, their mom. Love you, mom. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. The goal of doing it for a month like that is to get it more ingrained, basically, in my uh, personal habits. I guess. Yeah. So if at least you do kind of step off that one time it doesn't completely like ruin what you've tried to achieve. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like if you miss a day because of family stuff, you know, it won't right. mess everything up. 
Yeah, and I've had so far, like, I mean, we had, you know, with however, I, I guess, I've been doing it as a as an official thing for six days. And in those six days, like, we had one night where we had family over and we were up late and stuff like that, and I made food for everyone, and so there was, like... You know, there, there was like it, it, it would have been a night in the past that would have been just like left for the next day kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, but I was like I was proactive during the day. I was like keeping everything to a minimum, you know, as I was going because um, I was like, I know I'm, I'm going to have to do this quick, you know, in the evening because it's either going to be like while people are hanging around or like late after they've left or something. So and totally nailed it. Um not, not trying to brag or anything, but I totally nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> was it like quadruple the amount of dishes and stuff like that? No, it wasn't that bad actually, because like I made a I made a pretty simple meal too. So made like a roasted salmon and made a salad. So I, I was it's like one big pan in the oven and yeah. I, but I, I I planned ahead. That was it was all part of the plan, you know. So I think but that's I mean, the key that's, to a lot of things is planning ahead. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like got to have a strategy and if you just don't think about things then they they'll think about you <laughs> this however <laughs> I was trying to make like a yoda a yoda <laughs> statement and or the I, sphinx have you seen mystery men you it's been sphinx? a while that's the that's the uh like the the superhero movie but they're kind of like it's yeah like quirky, they're, right? they're silly i just remember the um the bowling ball yeah she throws the bowling ball and it goes flying yeah and it's like the what is it is it, it has her skull father's in skull in it yeah yeah, yeah. the bowler he always says all these like statements that are just like flip back on themselves. I was going to say, uh, yeah, not having a plan. This is not a good example of having a plan because we don't really have a plan other than that we were talking <laughs> about habits. But other than that, there's nothing really planned here. We're just um, having conversation. So if you guys are listening and you're and you're liking this and you think we sound professional, then thank you. And if you don't, then shut up and don't tell us about it. You can tell me and I'll share it with him later. okay yeah so he always says things that like like little i don't know yoda statements that like double back on themselves like he who questions training only trains himself at asking questions and then ben stiller's character is asking him about something and he's like why am i doing this again and he says when you can balance a tack hammer on your head you'll head off your foes with a balanced attack and he says well why am i wearing watermelons on my feet he says, I don't remember telling you to do that. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good what, movie. Was that, was that in the late 90s that that came out? I think so. Yep, 99. About as late as it gets. That is as late as it gets. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so cleaning the kitchen, March Habit. Do you have like a list that you're going down, or are you kind of just seeing as the month in say March, the next thing that kind of maybe comes upon itself later on. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically flying by the seat of my pants. I'll be honest here. Um, I have, I have like some areas that I want to do a habit in like for one month. Um, but I don't have, I don't have a lot of, um, you know, specific, like this is what I'm going to do for the months mm-hmm. picked out. And like I was saying before too, about, you know, I might do some that kind of are a little bit different in nature. Like this one's very, um, you know, this, this, this one action or this one thing you do every day. Right. Um, and, and that's the habit. Um, and I think, I think, you know, some habits are like that, but some habits are 
not like you can you can be a person who has a habit of like gratitude for example and that you know you might you might not that might not like manifest itself the same way every day right um and if it did it it would almost be like I feel like it would almost seem kind of fake. Like you set an you alarm know? on your phone at 5 p.m. Make sure you're grateful for something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like do if do I don't know, do the same thing every day. Like, I don't know. That's that's one of the areas that I definitely want to want to do something in. Um, I don't I don't have the specific like challenge right. worked out exactly yet. So some of them might might end up taking like a, a slightly different form, but um, it's 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 still going to be something that I can track in some way and, and write about and, right, and yeah. think about and stuff. So um, yeah, I think it'll be. I think the other thing that'll make those interesting, like you you talk about gratitude and how you can't really do it, like on a planned basis every day. But I think kind of too you're you're having to kind of think about it more actively throughout mm-hmm. the day, which I think kind of also changes your mindset throughout the entire day. Even yeah. when you're not like using gratitude, maybe like you're kind of trying to consciously think about it. I, I agree with you there. Um, oh, so like, here's another one that, uh, I've thought about, and I was actually going to start with this cause it, it seems like a lot of fun, but then I, you know, back, back to what I was saying before, like I decided to just pick something that I knew was, you know, very useful to me to, to begin with. Right. But, um, so there was one in, in that book that I read the happiness of pursuit. Um, there was one guy who did a, uh, he called it um, rejection therapy and he did, and he, he had a blog and stuff and, um, and he took videos of everything that he did, but it was like each day, um, each day he had to like ask somebody for something crazy basically and get rejected. Huh. Um, and he did, uh, so like we can link to that cause yeah, yeah. you know, in the, in the notes or whatever too, cause I, I've watched some of them. It was pretty interesting, but are they, are I, they like on YouTube? Um, I don't know if probably that's probably where he hosts them, but he has a blog that okay. um, kind of organizes them all. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can throw the blog on there. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the name offhand, so we'll have to look it up afterwards. Google foo. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just, I, I really liked that idea though. So I wanted to do like a mini version of that. Um, okay. but that, so that if, if I do something like that, like a month of, you know, asking for crazy things, um, it, that's not something that I would continue like past the month. Like I'm not going to, I don't want to ask people for crazy things every day of my life. You know, I, th- I think that one is more about like kind of learning a lesson through the process and, and getting used to, um, rejection and or not caring as much what people think about you and right. stuff, um, which is, is really valuable. And that's like traits that I would like to embody more than I do. Yeah. Um, so I think I could benefit from doing something like that, but it wouldn't be like a continued habit per se. Sure. Sure. I, I kind of feel like, um, a majority of the people who would be listening to this might benefit from something like that. Cause a lot of the times there are a ton of freelance people who I'm connected with on Twitter that probably experience that mm-hmm. a lot and maybe don't know how to handle it. So I guess my question for you would be when he was doing that, who is he approaching exactly? Like, is it people he knows necessarily? Is it always unknown people? Or I, th- I think it's mostly unknown people. Um, you know, he's got at least a hundred of them on his website, okay. but I can remember a couple, um, 
I know, <laughs> I, I know there was one where he asked, um, he, he went into a restaurant and like a McDonald's okay. and he got a burger and then he asked the people at the counter for a burger refill. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and I think I think he like asked a cop if he could hold his gun. <laughs> <laughs> One of the videos. Uh, I'm gonna pause to adjust here again. Sure. I, gotta... I need like um, microphone <laughs> adjusting music. <laughs> no, that's Jeopardy. Yeah, but it goes, you know, Jeopardy. I could get works sued for a lot probably. of things, man. Oh well, that. I could get sued for happy birthday, I think. Dude, have you sung that on your podcast? No. no. Don't. But that's why, don't I rest, want, that's why that restaurants sing their own version, right? I know. It's so stupid. I'm always so happy when I'm at a restaurant and they just actually sing the actual happy birthday song. <laughs> it's like, I know you guys are breaking some kind of rule a little bit, but good for you, you know? <laughs> just just stick it to the man a little bit. Um, is that Does that song, like, at some point end up in the public domain where, like, anybody can just sing it at will? I would assume that it's under some sort of uh, time frame, but I'm I'm it sure. Is, but like those, I know those can be renewed too. So I don't know. Yeah. If, maybe they never will. <laughs> You'll never get to have the actual happy birthday song sung to you in a Chili's. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a, uh, a like a web domain. Like if the web domain like relapses, it's like a, and like a copyright thing. It. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how all that works, <laughs> but it's a drag. Um, at least, at least for the happy birthday song. Agreed. That should be like a, um, like a, one of those petitions that everybody signs and nothing really happens, but like <laughs> free, free the happy birthday song. <laughs> just, just put it in the public domain. Let, change, change.org. Everybody always, everybody sings it. Yeah. Just chill out. I feel like one of us is going to have to do that now. Start a petition. I bet I did. I bet you could do it. Even I mean, you can start a, a petition for anything you want. Yeah. So, I bet people would sign it. At least five people, whose well, probably birthday is coming up soon. <laughs> we'll send it to Donald Trump. He may sign it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, back to the uh, back to the rejection therapy guy. When I read about his quest in that book, I thought it was really cool. But um, I've I've also like at different periods, I've, I've had a lot of um, success just by like asking for things, even if they're unreasonable, um, usually with usually with people um, that I need to pay money to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give some examples here. Um, like anytime uh, like my bank, you know, any any time that I get like a, a overdraft fee or something like that, which I mean, you for for this to work, you have to not do it all the time, obviously. Right, right. Um, but I mean, you know, that kind of thing happens to everybody at least every once in a while. Like genuine, you know, even if even mistakes. if you're you know 100 percent responsible, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Um, actually, one time I sent <laughs> when we lived in an apartment, um, I sent a check somehow sent a check in the amount of our rent for our apartment, like to the electric company or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but it was a, it was a silly mistake that I made and it actually caused like a lot of problems cause I had to, they couldn't like just cancel it or give it right back or anything. They had to like, I don't know. I had to, 
had to pull money from elsewhere and did they did they just like process it thinking you were trying to like pay in advance or something yeah they're like well you have a 900 hundred dollar credit on your account i was like no i need it back (laughs) 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 give it back yesterday (laughs) that was really dumb but uh on your part of theirs (laughs) well no on mine no so anyways like um you know but anytime um anytime i've had like a, a fee which that story wasn't about a fee but you know like a a fee from my bank or something like that. Um, I always just call them up and I talk to a real person and I ask them to take it off. And to this day, it's I've, I've never had to actually pay one. Um, but a bigger example is, um, so we had, my son went to the emergency room a while back um, and it ended up being kind of a knee-jerk reaction emergency room trip, okay, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, like, we, we took him in there because it was late at night and we were worried, but, like, it it wasn't that big of a deal, it's basically. Your, it's your kid. It makes sense. Yeah. It's, that's, I feel like anybody who has kids um, makes lots of emergency room trips, and probably half of them are like that. Um, so, but, like, I, I had noticed, you know, when we were there, um, most of the time we just spent sitting in the room just watching the the whatever was on TV. Um, and we didn't see an actual doctor. We just saw a RN. So I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe it won't be. Because, like, usually you go to the emergency room and it's like a 1000 bucks every time. And I was like, well, maybe it'll be less this time because, you know, there wasn't an actual doctor. Um, and so I get the bill like a couple months later or whatever. And I looked at it and it's like, you know, it has like it has these like little piddly amounts on the bill, right? For like right. The, the actual tests that they did. Okay, yeah. Um, this like, like broken you know, down. Yeah, it's like you know seventy dollars for this, thirty dollars for this or whatever, and then it's like just it says emergency room level three, and it's like nine hundred dollars or something like that. So I called them up and I was like, I I want to know what what this line item on my bill entails, um, and we kind of went back and forth over it a little bit, and, and not not like being rude or pushy or anything sure. like that. I was just kind of just being genuinely curious. We we came to the realization that like if you go to that emergency room that is on your bill no matter what. And I was like, well, I don't feel like I saw, you know, that much value in my my trip. And I was like, I'm I'm calling to pay my bill, but I want to pay you not that much. And like without blinking an eye, she's like, oh well I can knock 20% off for you. Um, which saved me like 200 bucks. Yeah. And uh I was like, okay. And and we did our business and um and that was that and I was really happy. So that was I don't know, that was that was like the most recent thing where I I don't know, just like because I called in and asked for something, you know, it saved me a chunk of money that was pretty awesome. Yeah. That I could do something else with. So I, I think a lot of instances people just kind of like accept um an answer that somebody gives you because they're a business or you know, they seem kind of in charge of whatever it is. And so whatever they say just kind of goes. Yeah. Or I think on one hand, too, like me, I consider myself very, like, introverted. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can be kind of extroverted to people I know and in situations I'm super comfortable in. But, like, if it comes to something like what you just explained, that's not really that comfortable to me. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that that's another reason why people might not approach a lot of those situations where they would question something because they're, they don't like the confrontation Mm -hmm. uh, involved. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's the, the confrontation and like the, the, 
worry about being told no, basically. And then on top of like maybe not even thinking to ask, you know, right. um, I don't know. I, I'm having trouble thinking of an, of other good examples right now, but I, I, I tend to do that kind of thing like whenever I can. And like, uh, even at, um, Home Depot, like you can, uh, you can ask them for a discount and they'll knock 10% off your bill. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, and I did like, I did some construction projects over the last year. Um, and I didn't actually always remember to do that, but, but when I did it, um, you know, saved me a chunk of money. Um, and this all ties into the rejection theory, right? Like yeah, if yeah. you're not afraid of people saying no, you kind of are more open to asking mm-hmm. those kinds of questions. Yeah, and I guess I mean so like asking asking those questions like when it when it concerns my wallet, I'm actually very comfortable asking those questions. That makes sense. Um, but I don't know. I I still um I still care too much what people think about me. Um, I'll, I'll definitely say that. And um, so there's there's still there's still a wall to be broken down there, I guess. And apart from that, like just just reading about the things that guy did, it just sounded really fun. So th- there's that, too. Like, I, I think it'll be w- whenever I decide to do that, um, it'll be a really fun month. Yeah, that'll definitely be cool. What would you say? Are there any other kind of habits that you saw or that you had in mind early on that you wanted to explore? Okay, so the the cleaning, um, the um, I want to do something relating to uh, to gratitude. Just not exactly sure what I want to do on that front. Um, that one to me seems like it would be hard. Yeah, and I mean, I know yeah, I've read lots of things that are like, you know, think about one thing you're thankful for, like write down one thing you're thankful for, and it's like I could do something like that, but it might be more fun to try and make it my own and do it not exactly like that because that's it's pretty like commonplace kind of thing I yeah guess. no i agree i think because gratitude comes in lots of forms yeah definitely besides just like straight up being grateful for something that you have um you know you can show gratitude towards other people and in and in better ways maybe than just saying oh thanks for doing that right um, like like uh you know giving something back to them kind of mm-hmm. could be a way of showing gratitude for something they've done. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, other than that, I want to do something or maybe multiple some things um, related to like minimalism and, and getting rid of your stuff. Yeah. Um, cause I, that's something I've been reading a bit about recently. I've read, um, the life changing magic of tidying up, by Marie Kondo and I'm reading another one called Goodbye Things right now actually I was just listening to it in the car on the way over I I really like the concept of minimalism and of just having less stuff Um, and it's kind of interesting when you read about it because it's not just the pure like you know oh you have less things so it's easier to keep your house clean or oh you have less things so it's like like less, less cluttered. To, yeah, less to clutter. It's it's not it's not just about, you know, a clean house. It's like um, you know, they they talk about like every single thing that you own, um, it's like you're you're aware of those things in your mind, so it like creates mental clutter and um and stress and on the opposite side of it, you know, um the people that I've read about anyways, when they get rid of their things, it's not just that they have a tidier space. It parting with their things like 
you know, a lot of people find like their identity and their things and they use their things to compare their themselves to other people and stuff like that. And yeah. it's kind of a, um, like a, a shedding of all of that, like as, as they divest their, um, possessions, uh, they obviously care less about them and, uh, in turn kind of end up caring less about those other things too. Like comparing yourself to other people and like the, the status symbol that your, right. your things might bring and stuff like that. Um, and like I've said before, I've, I've always been somebody who I care way too much about, you know, what, what people think about me. And, uh, so I, I, I want to care less. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of people suffer from that too. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a very, I think it's pretty common ailment, I guess, in our, day and age which um, is so weird if you think about it i don't know yeah like i say it's weird but I, I also like have obviously that that problem to an extent you know right um and i think i think like social media is huge um, when it when it comes to fueling that fire yep um that might be another challenge um as well as I don't know, just going off all forms of social media for a month or maybe like not even carrying my phone for a month or like something. I don't know, because I've I've gone off social media for periods before and I'm not like even a huge social media user. Sure. Um, But I I still like browse around and look at stuff. And even if I'm not like consciously doing it, you know, I'm still probably comparing myself to people and the the things that they post and their their highlights, you know. Right. And uh so I, I, I think it's always healthy to, to take a step back from it in, in any way possible. I think so too. Um, yeah. It, it can be, it can be very negative. I think, especially like, like Twitter is where I spend most of my time mm-hmm. as far as social media goes. Like I, I have an Instagram and a, and a, you know, Facebook and all that stuff, but like on a daily basis, I'm on Twitter most of the time and, and it can be a negative thing. And I think really mainly that's because social media is so available to just like the world that you're you're experiencing that negativity super easily because other people's negativity are right there where you can see it yeah yeah that's all you see really is like you see you see all the negativity like the the ranting and arguing with people and making people look stupid and stuff and then you see you know the the perfect pictures that you know, people have chosen out of like the, the 300 pictures they took that day, like, mm-hmm. you know, make everybody look like their, their life is perfect. When, yeah. I don't, I don't share nobody's bad pictures. Life is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, actually, that's a great idea. What if you, what if you shared like real life pictures every day for a month? Um, I don't, I don't know how, uh, I have to think about that more, but pictures like a picture of yourself when you just woke up or something like that (laughs) or like a picture of no filter a picture of the uh the pants that are full of diarrhea from a blown out diaper from from my son or something (laughs) that's that's a reality that i think will be a showstopper for a lot of would-be parents yeah and and stop they should it's (laughs) it's hard work (laughs) Not really. It's well, it's hard, but it's it's worth it. Yeah, you gotta wipe it all um, up. You gotta spot treat the pants. Yeah, man. I like poop. Poop is a part of my life in a way that it never was before I had children. Usually, you don't have to really see it. No, 
it's just like or even or even think about it really <laughs> it's like you think about it when you're you know 13 and you make jokes about it and stuff and then at some point like when you're maybe 27 or so you stop maybe making those jokes and it's just like it's just kind of a background thing you know and then and then kids enter the picture and it's just and then you're touching it's it. like full force yeah it's on you and and have you ever i mean you change diapers have you ever noticed that like when you're changing a diaper your eyes just get itchy like you have to to itch your eyes you can't do anything with your hands you know yeah, yeah. it's like and you can't because you know you you might have touched something and you don't want to get pink eye i i think i actually like now that you say that i think about it as subconsciously when we know we have clean hands we don't think about the fact that we touch our face a lot like because i i have allergies a lot of times and usually they're under control but i i tend to like kind of rub my nose or whatever mm -hmm. But like, as soon as you have uh, poopy diaper hands, it's like, oh, I can't touch my face. You're like, I can't. <laughs> what do I do with these? <laughs> I have to right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a um, that's one of the many harsh realities of uh, yeah, having having a, a baby, for sure. Toddlers too. Back to the social media, though. I'm writing that down because that might that might actually make it to a challenge for one month. Real like picture. The, yeah. And I don't know, like, it's not it's not like a hashtag no filter picture because that's just like what people put when they took a really good picture and they don't have to edit it, you know. That's true. Um, it's like a hashtag real life picture. I don't know. <laughs> No, I get what you're saying. I'm trying to think of how you maybe would. maybe like pictures that that are like intentionally the opposite of the highlight reel. It's like it's like blooper reel pictures, you know. Or you can also the think bloopers. of it in terms of even if you're like planning to take a picture, you know that the first picture you take is gonna be the one you use. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you take a picture and then you're like. I didn't really like that one. Yeah, so and you, you, you use the one where like you, somebody's eyes are closed and yeah, and exactly. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like we saw that you were doing habits, and we were starting to kind of change our sleep schedule around. Um, this kind of like CEO schedule thing we found. Oh, what's that? Well, it, tell me more. It was kind of this video where these guys were trying to follow various people and what they kind of do during their day to day like processes to get like ready for the day uh -huh. and like wound down from the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the main ones was um, for sleep. They were going to bed at like nine and then getting up at four. Huh to start their day and i guess really? if, if you're like a ceo of a big company like apple or something like yeah like you just have to because you, you get up that early and then you're you're looking at emails or kind of like catching up on stuff for that mm -hmm. job you do during the day but like for us it was kind of helpful because we can use that like first two or three hours in the morning to like do side work oh yeah totally and we're like awake Mm -hmm. Whereas before Good creative time. Oh, yeah. Like I was trying to go through my entire day and start doing some side work at like eight o'clock and I would start falling asleep. Yeah, I could see that making a lot more sense to try and do it at the start of the day when you're fresh. Yeah. Yeah. So That's, that makes a lot of sense for that. Besides a few days since Everly has two teeth coming in. And so sleep has been kind of. Eesh iffy a couple of the days and then 
I didn't. We didn't really feel like getting up at four at that point because we were just up at three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something like that, you know. Um, but besides that, all the other days that we've been able to do it, um, it's felt really good. Mm-hmm. Plus, we were getting a good amount of sleep, so like we weren't tired in the afternoon either. Yeah. So trying to make That's that a habit. Seven hours. Seven hours of sleep. Yeah. If you well, if you go to bed at nine, do you fall asleep at nine, or is it like? Well, so that's the other part of it. Like they, so you like wind yourself down to that point. Oh, so, so like, you're like, do you do you have like a no no screen period before bedtime? Um, well, there's not really like a time frame for it, but uh-huh. like we put our phones in our bathroom. We used to keep them on. Oh, our so nightstand. they're not in your room, right? Nice. Um, uh, that's something that I have thought about doing and, or putting them in the kitchen or something like that. Like, yeah. So it's right off. I mean, the bathroom is right off the bedroom, but having them in there, you can't like lean over yep. and just grab it. If you just like, you know, it's not there. Yeah. I, I do that. Like sometimes I, uh, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and it's so easy to just like grab your smartphone and flip through Facebook for a little bit or something. Yeah. And that like actually wakes you up more. And then, you know. You before you know it, you've uh, wasted like an hour in the middle of your night of right. probably p- prime sleeping time, you know? Yeah, and, and like Reddit is the worst thing, or it used to be the worst thing for me because I would be on Reddit for like until I fell asleep holding my phone. Yeah. Which I see I see you have a poppet thing, which I also have a it's a poppet, right? That's what I call pop it. socket. Pop pop socket, yeah. I think it's pop socket. I, I also have a nice pop socket. And what I've realized, well, this was before we put our phones in our bathroom, was that it was keeping my phone from falling onto my face when I was looking at it, laying in bed, falling asleep. Because I would drop my phone onto my face. (laughs) I don't think I've ever dropped one onto my own face, but I have dropped them onto my children's face multiple times. Like when they're when they're infants, I shouldn't laugh at that, but and, it's funny. And I'm holding them, you know, they're they're napping on me or something like that, and I don't know, I fall asleep or it just falls out of my hand. And both both of my children have gotten a phone in the face at least a handful of times. And that's when you go, yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I I put it on there because I noticed that like my uh my hand was hurt like my pinky would hurt or somewhere in my hand would hurt from holding the phone while i was laying in bed which i mean if if you need like a sign that that the whole thing is a problem like right <laughs> look at that right there like yeah. it, you know i can't i can't just stop looking at my phone in bed because it makes my hand hurt i have to find a way to uh keep to look at, at it anyways phone. yeah and I've kind of found that it just makes my hand hurt in a different way, basically. <laughs> it's a, yeah, okay. So it doesn't hurt the way it did before, so you've you've relieved one problem. Yeah. But kind of created another. Yeah. It's basically. nice for uh it's nice for um kind of videoing. Oh yeah, it is. Um, you know, holding it from the side and then you mm-hmm. kinda of have more of a grip on it, I've noticed. Yeah, I mean, nice. in in general, I like it. Plus, it's kind of like a little fidget toy, also. That's you can true. pop it up and down. That's true. And I, I you know, I like that. <laughs> That's valuable to me. Yeah, my my son likes doing that. Also, he's two. Anytime he sees it popped out, he'll run over and push it down. So you know, that's fun for him. Makes sense. It's a bonus. It's yeah, because you used things. to have the magnetic one, right? 
Yeah, I did. The I had little a, ball socket magnetic mm-hmm. thing. I had a magnet on my phone, and it was. I always had to like, you know, it would be in my pocket, and then I had to like worry about my watch getting too close to it and stuff. <laughs> my my watch is mechanical, so yeah. the magnet would actually mess it up still. Yeah, that's um, funny. I didn't even. I wouldn't even have thought about that. But it was cool because I could just stick my phone like on the on the fridge or on the microwave or whatever. That was handy. That's true. And then you had that really cool, uh, the mount in your car. Yeah, it's a little it like onto. stainless steel ball that it yeah. that it sets on to mount. That's actually still on the on the dashboard in that car. Is it? Um, yeah, because it's it's like you know attached with I don't know what. It's so super functional. Super strong. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so I guess as far as habits go. Would you say that how did you have a plan for like revisiting any of them at some point? Oh, like like the ones I do for a month. Yeah. So like the kitchen Um, one, for example, would you keep trying to do that continually? Yeah. Add on to that or most of them and and anything that's like that. I mean, the the goal is um, I just keep it going indefinitely because like if if it's something if it's if it's an actual action that I want to do every day, then the the only purpose of like doing it for a month is to get it ingrained in my brain to where I have to do it basically each day. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that that will keep going. I wouldn't I wouldn't like bring it up again for the blog or anything but right. i mean i probably still track it um i need to i need to make something on there um i don't know if it's just just like make a google doc or something like that or but something that i can kind of track is especially once there gets to be you know a handful of them that i can track and post to kind of um you know keep my continued progress available to everyone yeah the google um, doc would be good because then you could share it yeah, just like a like a spreadsheet that kind of check each one off for. Right. But yeah, um, so I mean, a- a- anything like that uh, will be an ongoing thing that continues past the month of its inception. Um, other ones, like like I talked about the the rejection therapy one, um, that would probably be more of just like a month long kind of interesting experiment mm-hmm. to do. Um, which I know is not technically a habit then, but I don't care. I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's interesting. I, I never yeah, really thought I mean, about that, but it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, being being told no, it, you're no longer really scared to like approach people and ask them. Said that is, you know, people do fear rejection mm-hmm. a lot of times. As as far as like other uh, other habits. Um, there's going to be there's going to be some also that are I think just more kind of run of the mill things like there there's going to be a month where I um do like a you know wake up at whatever time kind of like we were just talking about yeah, and right. there's going to be an exercise one just both things that I know I need to do that I'm not really doing right now so I mean those kind of more mundane boring things like washing the dishes sure. but uh they'll make my life better and my health better and you know, all kinds of awesome things. Yeah. It's funny. Like you're saying that they're mundane and, and boring. And I think a lot of times people think that to themselves. And so they don't try and pursue them because of that fact, mm-hmm. but they, you know, then don't realize like how powerful it can be to actually work on those things. Cause yeah. It, Cause it can make 
your it could it could like your you know your kitchen at night makes your morning a lot easier. Yeah, and, and day the whole day. Right. Um, yeah, and I actually I talked about that in in one of my posts I think too about that kind of being like the nature of good habits is like they're not flashy or entertaining things they're they're boring things that you do every day you know and they are um, maybe that's part of the reason why people you know have trouble building good habits is because like a a lot of the good habits if you if you asked if you asked a bunch of people like what are good habits you know what what are what are you know five good habits that I should have um probably you'd you know the 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 top answers would be fairly boring things right. like like we've been talking about like you know exercise every day i don't know meditate every day wake up early um or like the um like the seven habits of highly effective people that, yeah the book yeah. Um, i mean none of those are like super interesting or like fun-filled things you know but they are um you know, simple, repetitive things that make your life better if you master them. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people focus too much on trying to do like the more extravagant habits, like the more entertaining things that they want to try and accomplish Mm -hmm. daily. But then they don't realize that those mundane things really kind of affect those. And so they're not ever really as effective ever because of those other smaller things that they're not focusing on. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the good habits are like the boring things that are kind of the foundation of being an you know effective or well effective person. Yeah, so that's the key, right? So if you're wanting to be basically live a more like healthier life in a sense, you know, you have to focus on trying to do the basic stuff right first, and not like trying to jump ahead to the stuff you want to do better i think so i think like people people put the put the cart before the horse so to speak and kind of chase the end result without without laying a good foundation for it yeah so i i think that a lot of um people who uh like follow me or a lot of kind of like artists game developers or just kind of like creative people in general Mm -hmm. and i think maybe they are trying to pursue habits in like their field of work but maybe their personal habits aren't really like solid yet oh yeah i see what you mean doing their personal habits kind of like what we've been discussing Mm. their creative habits will just come to them a lot more easy because they won't be stressing about human habits that are just like required to live yeah i can see that like if somebody tried to um create a habit of i don't know composing for you know an hour each morning or a couple hours each morning or something like that Mm -hmm. but they you know stay up till 2 a.m the night before and that would kind of derail that right right because they would be tired right yeah how, how would that work so like if the more basic things aren't in place can't move on from them yeah makes sense to me i think so too well what do you think is there anything else that you think you would want to i guess say to people who haven't considered working on habits that might kind of help them you know start working on habits is there something that could help them get into the mindset of doing that like i said before i'm i'm very much uh, at the beginning of this thing myself um 
and starting it, you know, having not had a lot of success building these type of habits myself. Um, but I mean, what, what I have done so far is, uh, just pick things that are uh, pretty basic that I know, you know, have a big impact on my life and, uh, and go with that. And then I guess, um, you know, obviously if you are like me, you, you might need some type of external, uh, stimulus to uh, keep that going as well. So, uh, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Um, so for you, that being your blog, right? Yeah. Putting it out there so that, you know, if, if I know that a handful of people have, have looked at it and probably will look at it and, you know, might, might notice if I, if I just drop the whole thing and stop posting and, or whatever the case may be, um, you know, we're I, all uh, going to judge you. Yeah, exactly. It's that, uh, that's that, you know, caring, I guess, take, taking that, um, you know, possibly unhealthy, uh, caring about what people think and kind of, kind of turning it around and using it, um, to my benefit, I guess, but, you know, try and uh, put something like that in place. So there's, uh, completely separate from the, uh, the blog and stuff right now. Um, I think I'm going to make a post about it at some point. Um, just, just because I think it's kind of fun and maybe a useful tool for some people, but there's an app that I've been using to, um, to track habits. Um, and I kind of, I started this app before I started the blog. So there's like a handful of things in there that I've kind of already been working on. Um, but the app is called, um, Habitica. It's H A B I T I C A. Um, and it basically, um, it's like a, it's like a little, um, mini RPG kind of game. I am pulling up here. Yeah. And so like you have, you have a little character and, um, you, you set up the entire parameters for, you know, leveling him up and stuff. And basically like you can, uh, it has a couple different or three different categories that you can, um, put things in. So there's a, there's a habits category, which are like, if, if you look, it's got like, you put what the habit is and you can set it up to like have a, have a plus or minus. So, um, or both. Um, so like if, if it's a good habit, just like something that you want to do as much as possible, you know, you can put it in there or, uh, like I have one, one, an example of one that I have like a plus or minus for is, um, I have one for make coffee at home. Um, I'm trying to, uh, make, better pour over coffee at home. Um, so it's, it's a habit that I want to build, um, as far as to develop a skill that I want to have. Um, but then like the, the downside of it, of it is if I, um, buy coffee while I'm out. Um, so the, the idea is, you know, make it at home. Don't, don't go buy it elsewhere. Got it. Anyways. Uh, so it has, it has the habit section and then it has a section for like, um, daily tasks and uh, the the dailies you actually um, you have to check them off each day or else like your character loses health, oh, um, okay. and takes damage. Um, so you you put things. So like um, I I put my clean the dishes, clean the kitchen before bed um, in there as like a daily thing. So I have to check it off or else if I don't my uh, my character loses health. Oh, nice. On there. Um, so you're getting like experience points and stuff as you yeah. Doing and there you know there's goofy little like little pets you can unlock and equipment for your little guy and you can 
um, you can do some quests and you can have a party like with other friends in it and stuff like that. And, uh, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like you would get out of it exactly as much as you put into it because you start out with nothing there. Um, so you like, like I said, you create the entire, um, parameters for leveling up your character and stuff like that. So, I mean, if, if you want to put, you know, a bunch of little like things in there that you can just check off really easily, like you can do that and you probably won't benefit from it very much. But, you know, if you have, you know, on the other side, if you have legitimate things that uh, you want to work on, um, you can put them in there and it might be some extra motivation to um, continue to work on those things. So, like, let's see, I have daily daily things set up i have one like for you know drinking um a set amount of water in a day and uh clean the kitchen before bed and um i have like a daily two-year journal thing that i got for my birthday that i try to try to write in every day for a while i was you know i'd like miss a few days in a row and stuff like that so i put that in there and i've been a lot more consistent about uh you know doing that every day Um, this this seems like a good like segue for people who would be interested in that kind of a format like mm-hmm. as far as it being kind of like a game yeah 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 i i'm planning to make a, a post specifically about that app at some point too just to kind of as a as a tool that can be used um so i'll do that but it's uh, you know you can link to it here too and yeah you um, you have android right no i have iphone is it an iphone yeah have you always had iphone no i was an android guy and then i i was gonna say i was like i thought you had android i switched when um i decided to start keeping phones for longer than they want you to keep them mm-hmm. um and i kind of always noticed my wife had always had iphones and i always noticed that they like the the actual hardware just lasted longer than my android phones did like yeah. mine would crap out like the battery or whatever right, right. would crap out first um huh. so about an iphone so yeah so this is called Habitica, you can definitely get it on iOS. Do you know about Android? Oh yeah, you can. Because okay. my my brother is in my party and he has an Android phone. Okay. Which you if if you get it, um, send me your uh, send me your user ID and we can Aha. you can join my party. Sweet. <clears throat> um yeah, so we'll put the um we'll put the link to that as well in the show notes so you can check that out. It's kind of fun. Cool. Yeah. It's it's like it's as useful as you make it, you know. But I have so there's some I have made obviously setup involved, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, you don't have to. It, you don't have to put a ton of stuff in there at the get go, and I wouldn't because if you if you go in there and put like a ton of things in, then it's just you know it's easy to get overwhelmed. But if you right. put a couple things in, you know, and get used to that, and then put a couple more, that's that's kind of how I did it and i have i have a good handful of things in uh you know in the different categories that i like pretty well now there's a there's a to-do list also so if you put your if you do your to-do list in there um you can like level up your character by uh by checking off your to-dos also which is fun oh cool yeah i i always have a to-do list like <laughs> all my oh hey i can check this one off say both of those yes what's uh, that all my oh and and everything like uh there's color coding, so like things turn red if they have been in there too long, and every, everything on my to-do list is I was red say, right now. You got a lot of red there, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost done with one of one of the things is take down the Christmas lights. Um, it is March, but the Christmas lights have been up on my house, um, still, you know, until 
pretty recently. They're actually down now, but like one of the strands squirrels chewed through it. And I am trying to, uh, I need to like splice it back together. Nice. Um, it, it, it might just end up in the trash, but right now it's sitting in a pile that um, I need to deal with because I ran out of time to fix it when I took it down. And t- taking them down is subjective. Leave them up all year. I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, then you don't have to keep putting it up and taking it down. But that's my thought process. I take them down, but but not super promptly after the holiday. Yeah. I mean, there's there's it's a the certain twenty six. You got to take them down. <laughs> there's a window of time where it's like. You know, Christmas came and I was like, oh, should I take the Christmas lights down? And we were kind of like, oh, no, you know, leave them up through the end of the year. Everybody leaves their lights up and it's still it's still, you know, around Christmas time and it's festive and, you know, it's fun to drive down the street when everybody has lights up and stuff. Right. And, and then and then it got to the point where it's like, well, I'm, I'm the only one that still has my lights on now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, OK, well, we'll just turn them off here. Pressure. And, and eventually I'll take them down and. <laughs> Like I said, now it's now it's March sixth, and uh, I just I took them down this weekend, but they're not like put away. I I made I made like taking them down and actually packing them up and putting them away, part of the requirements there. So I've still not met them, unfortunately. You took them down though, so that's that's what counts, right? It's part of what counts. <laughs> it's not all. It's <laughs> funny. Well. I appreciate you being kind of like my guinea pig interview person. Yeah, man. I've, I've never been interviewed before. And I've never I don't interviewed think I anybody. Have. And uh, honestly, feel, did I say already that I felt kind of silly, like being, being introduced as a, as a guest on a, on a thing? I, um, I, at this point, can't remember if you said that before <laughs> we started or after we started, but I do remember you saying that, yes. But... You know, I'm I'm happy that you wanted to uh, talk to me and happy to do so. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought it went great. I think a lot of people um, can benefit from hearing about working on habits um, because I do feel like there are a lot of bad habits that people have. And I think even just hearing about trying to work on habits, you can kind of think about the bad habits you have and maybe like mm-hmm. fix those, you know. Yeah. And like, I mean, you know, sometimes depends on what it is, but you know, maybe sometimes bad habits, just like the absence of a good habit, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's totally like, just, just turn it around by focusing on the positive. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Noah, man, thanks for coming over and uh, chatting with me about habits and baby poopy diaper hands (laughs) and everything in between habits and that. Yeah, man. Full spectrum. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, Definitely check out the links in the show notes. We're going to have the links to his blog and links to the materials we referenced and that that app you can check out for habits, which like literally looks like a little RPG game, um, but you can center it around your own personal habits, which is awesome. Um, Yeah. But until then, thank you for listening to the Be Successful podcast. I hope that you can work out your own personal habits as I don't think a lot of people realize that they affect your life so much. So I think we can all work on those together. So, all right. Be slick out.